Jefferson. Hello, I'm Joshua. I'm Kyla. And this is The Weird and Suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Kyla, let's hear your little monster story. First of all, spoiler alert. <laughs> so there's an unexplained creature that was photographed in Mexico in 2010 in a town called, I just really hate trying to pronounce these names, Chiquimitillo. People were startled by the arrival of this weird creature and there was someone who took a video of it because obviously they were like what is going on with this like what the hell is that but then other people proceeded to attack it they're like don't know what that is let's kill it murder it yep he's like hey man what's the the itinerary for tonight and they're like murder murder I hate yeah, that just so like much. That. I hate it so much. <laughs> just but could you it. imagine just like not really having plans, just kind of, you know, living your life, coming home and you're like, oh, what's for dinner tonight? And it's like, ah, oh, we're eating light tonight. We got to go hunt the monster. <laughs> All the townsfolk are meeting at, dawn, at dusk. Get your pit- pitchforks and your fucking torches ready. <laughs> Literally. And <laughs> Josh, your thing looks scary like that because you have a reflection on your glasses and you looked possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry that I looked possessed for a second. Kind of demonist for you to get upset at that, but okay. It just was scaring me. I was worried we were gonna have to call an exorcist to your house. Yeah, and then like then I would have to start recording the video too because we would need that on camera. Yeah, <laughs> we would need yeah we would need that on camera. Definitely don't stop recording if anything ever happens to any of us. Yeah, honestly, didn't even have to tell me that I already would have. Right, right, makes sense. Stop. <clears throat> this will make a good TikTok as you're like riding on the ground in Maine. <laughs> Someone walks in and fuck, your head's just fully turning all the way around. No, I think that would make a good TikTok. Yeah. Oh, people would be sure. like, "No, that was photoshopped." Oh, hell yeah! No one would believe it. Okay, so the people started attacking it, and this is like it's a small town, has like fifteen hundred residents, and I don't know why, but included in the details, it says that it's about twenty two hundred meters above sea level. Maybe I guess for people to get an idea of what kind of creature it is. Or something 20 is 2200 meters a lot though because it might just be like the air is really thin but i don't know everyone went crazy because the air is really thin yeah yeah so like the highest elevation the highest elevation in michigan is 603 meters like on the top of a mountain oh above sea level so it's really high it's up there so that thing had to really work to get up there. What's uh what's Denver? 
I'm looking that up right now. Funny, funny, funny. Uh, it is 1,609, so it's really, really high up there. You said it was 2,200 meters? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's even higher than Denver? Yeah, like a significantly, significantly Oh, so people really are just losing their minds. Yeah, clearly. Okay. They just start, they saw something and they're like, what's that? Let's attack it. Don't even stop to try and figure out what it is. Let's just attack it first. So on Friday, March 19, 2010, uh, that's when these residents encountered this creature. And they said it was, like, walking on all fours at first and then proceeded to, like, stand on two legs. It was described to have thin arms, thin legs, thin torso, and very little amounts of hair. So, like, Dobby. Oh, Dobby yeah. is a free elf. I is was... it tall or is it short? It's small. Oh, it really I was just imagining, Dobby. like, because you started naming off parts all, like, thin. I was just, like, waiting for the, like, big-ass fucking head. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> alien. It, it's right thin arm. Legs, just thin thick torso, But a thick old booty. But, like, didn't you send me a picture of its head, and isn't its head kind of big? Uh, no. It might be in comparison, like, a normal head on little teeny tiny. What the fuck? Um. Oh, did she? Yeah. She showed me the picture that you sent? It has one eyeball. Yeah. Disgusting. So, they also said, like, I don't know if I wrote it down because I didn't agree with it, but they also said at one point in time, like, in the description, that it looked kind of like a chihuahua. It kind of? It does. If you're forcing it. So imagine, <laughs> if you will, for those who are uh, not going to look at the Instagram that I'm sure this is going to be put on later. So imagine if you took a chihuahua head... And then you, like, instead of it having a snout, it had, like, a human face. Like, it just extended down, but only one eye. And it then the donkey ears. ears. Like, and then, just, yeah. I, I, those look like chihuahua ears. No, they don't. I think don't. those look like donkey ears. <laughs> yeah. Ears, they ears. They look like donkey ears. Are ears, ears. Are ears. Same. I don't know what same, donkey same, ears different. look like. Like I that? I feel like donkey <laughs> ears would be, like, floppy. <laughs> we both were, like that <laughs> no donkey ears are not floppy they're so big you've never seen a donkey no they're like a horse with giant ass fucking ears the, and they're kind of I'm shorter sure and the fatter the only time i ever saw donkeys is when i went to wisconsin oh my, they have a lot of donkeys in florida my friend's family had some i also don't like remember shit from when i was younger so like maybe when i was a kid but not enough to well i'm just thinking that when my dad lived in florida and we would go down there his wife's family a lot of their neighbors had donkeys as pets Mm. um have you ever seen shrek yeah yeah i feel like the ears on shrek in my brain they want to be floppy they're no, <laughs> they're not. They kind of like they like lean kind of down sometimes. Like they don't always yeah. stay up like that. He, he does it himself though. 
Yeah, they like fall down to the side, but they don't flap all the way down. Fair, fair. I looked up donkey ears, and it looks similar, but like no fucking hair. Donkey's ears are straight fucking up. He looks like a rabbit. Yeah, but not the whole movie. No, because he mo- he moves them down to like yeah. when he to like oh, instead yeah, of using yeah. his hands for expressions, he uses his ears. Yes, he doesn't have hands. Yep, so he just beep, 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 beep. That's what I do too. Yeah, I'm sad of using my hands when I talk. I'm gonna hold them behind my head. I'm gonna be like. I swear to fucking God, Kirsten, <laughs> if you ever try to do that. I worry deeply for whatever just It's like, happened. wow! <laughs> okay, but like... So, Dobby, as you will. Um, Dobby. Dobby. Was attacked by all these people. All the quote-unquote witnesses that all turned psychotic when they saw it. They went so hardcore that they knocked its head off. That's why that picture is of just its head. Yikes. They beheaded him? Yeah. So, what was it doing? Uh, just Existing. walking. As far, yeah, as far as I know, just walking. Um, walking with this ugly ass little head, living his best ass fucking life. And they're just like, yeah. They're like, yeet. Knock that bitch right off. Oh. And... It was a farming community, and so it was somewhat normal in this area for people to just carry around machetes. But um, I feel like that doesn't really justify cutting off this thing's okay, head. But like, we lived in a farming community, and like that wasn't normal for people to just carry around machetes. Like, well, yeah, it's also a, a different weirdos area. who did it. Ugh, I guess. Um different types of farming and whatnot you should move. the people involved proceeded to take the remains of the creature we don't know why they did that but they did and i think they 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 just like disposed of it so that no one could see that they turned psycho and murdered this thing oh they just threw away the remains cool and the person who shared the like this video and the pictures of this thing Happen to be friends with people who, the people who wrote this story. And so they're like, hey, you should write about this. It's real fucking weird. And at first, like, it was thought after seeing, like, the video and the pictures and stuff, it was thought to be, like, a case of cyclopia or cyclopia. So someone with only with one eye, um, accompanied by, like, a cranial deformation and an absence of a nose. Which I can is see that. also known as haloprosencephaly. So my question is though, is how common is it for like one fucking being, one thing, one animal, whatever you want to call it, to have all these, I guess, deformations? All yeah, all of them together. Probably not very common, honestly. But I mean. Like, barn cats, sometimes they have an extra toe, but they don't usually have an extra toe, three ears, two buttholes, and, like, extra shit. Yeah, I saw one that had, like, deformed eyes, so they were, like, way far back in its head. You could barely see that it had eyes, and it was- But I bet it only had 
the normal amount of toes. I bet it didn't have extra toes. No, it had extra toes. Um, but this so is so common. Toes. Once you get so far down the line with the with the cat incest, they just all have a ridiculous amount of toes. They end up with like seven, eight toes. What the fuck? Huh. Yeah. You haven't seen that shit? No. Um, I mean, it makes sense to me. I've I... picked some off up the side of the road before. Yeah, my ex's mom was super weird with her cats and she would like try and save them all and shit but so i feel like it could be common then for one singular thing to have more than yeah more than one deformity but i think it was just more so the fact that like they could not tell what this even was so it was a chihuahua that went through that yeah they're like they're not like it's a deformed donkey they're like it's a deformed something yeah i don't i still don't understand how they said it was similar to a chihuahua but whatever Maybe, like, size-wise, just because it was, like, small instead of the actual size of a donkey. Well, chihuahuas have big heads. They have really round, big heads. And their nose, they're not, they're, like, like, it kind of, like, swoops down, which is where their nose and mouth is. So almost the same shape, but without the nose, it just swoops down to a mouth. Like, I get it if you're trying to force it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I they're probably think it's... racking their brains and it's like, what's the fucking closest thing we can come up with? It's the Chihuahua. <laughs> right. Um, so, it's been said that in communities near um, Chiquimitio, there have been sightings of strange beings resembling legendary elves, trolls, cyclops, and giants. All this I kinda love it. forming the area's legends. Yeah, so I'm guessing maybe, like, they saw it and thought it was, like, one of those things, which, I could have been. Don't know. Honestly, at this point, I don't know. Because why, why else uh... would they attack it? Honestly, they're just like, ooh, legendary creature we've heard about. Let's murder it. And then dispose of its body spot. parts. It's just a hot spot for the weird shit. Yeah. So, wait, did the people of the city dispose of the body parts, or was it, like, law enforcement? The people who attacked it. Just, like... So they probably ate They, it. like, attacked Ooh. it, and then were just like, mm, yeah, we probably shouldn't have, like, gone so hard. And then they are like, get rid of the evidence. It was just poor Billy down the lane's dog. Really, though? He's like, dude, like, well, you knew my dog had a medical condition. Sometimes he walks we on two legs. We didn't know it was this bad. I would be so pissed if I spent my whole life taking care of this fucking dog or cat and then someone just whacked its head off. They're just like, ah, mutant. You're like, I have to look at this ugly fucking mug every day. And you guys are and just going to kill it like that. Like... <laughs> I wouldn't have wasted all my time helping it if I knew someone was just going to murder it one day. You couldn't have done this before I enjoyed having the dog. <laughs> yeah. Before I spent all my time and energy and probably money into to keep it alive. Exactly. So. Oh, okay. But, so, like, that also bring, leads me to this next thing. Like, in some, like, there's laws for Bigfoot that if you are to kill a Bigfoot, it is illegal because they don't know what it is. You know what I mean? That like that kind of thing. So like, you're not supposed to kill something that's quote unquote endangered. Yeah, like if you don't know what it is, and like, what if I like, like that goes against? Don't kill things just because you don't know what it is. That we've done. Why is our first instinct to just fucking murder? I don't know. These people were 
a little bit. I feel like that's just humanity for so fucking long. It's like, ah, I don't know or understand this. Time to fucking burn it to the ground. Yeah. Isn't that what humans do? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why are we like that? Like, it needed its head. Oh, um... They gave the body to um, local dogs to eat. Oh, no! I hate that. But what if it was a dog that was just deformed, so they just made it those dogs cannibals? Now the dogs won't go to heaven. (laughs) I'm sure the dogs won't mind. They were probably hungry. All dogs go to heaven, except for those (laughs) ones. They're like, I know we shared a womb together, but... We needed that sound effect, honestly. That's pretty much all I have on that, though. There wasn't much more besides that picture. I was trying to look for the video. I'll have to look again before you share it. I'm going to do, like, an intro to what I'm going to talk about for the next couple weeks. So, uh, it's now the intro of MK Ultra, which... I think we should all love. Um, it was a top secret CIA project. They used LSD to explore brain, brain control. And it was from 1953 to 1973. And technically, they stopped doing it in 1973. But many, 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 many people, even former CIA agents, say that they are still in some ways doing this project. Allegedly. I'm not going to confirm or deny. They had people take acid and turned, oh, no, take acid and tortured and interrogated them while they were essentially just fucking tripping balls, which sounds terrible. That is so terrifying. Uh. It sounds, and like, uh, trigger warning, I guess. Um, Some of the torture things involved, I'll go, I'll, I'll say it later, but they involved like sexual abuse to them. Sometimes uh, unwilling, but mostly were unaware and not willing. So, like, the people that they were doing it on. Some people didn't know what they signed up for. Some people were willing. Probably just, like, some of those people like, yeah, I'll fucking take acid. You know what I mean? I'm sure there were some of those people that were like that. Some people knew it was acid, but and they didn't want to do it, but they were most likely just, like, POWs. So, they're like, well, you have to do it anyways because, like, you are a prisoner. So they were destroying and killing people while doing this, like destroying their minds, and it was meant to one day be used for chemical warfare. Um, And at this time, they also speculate that the Soviet Union was doing many government experiments, because like, this is what I covered like a couple weeks ago, the Diet Love Pass. Oh, well, if the Soviet Union's doing experiments, why can't we? That's kind of the same mentality that they had, though. That's why I worked out. It's like, it's like a pissing contest to see who could be the most clever and like best with who warfare commote, tactics. Who can commit the most human rights violations? <laughs> yeah. The U.S. is winning so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Some of you know, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no offense, but they're Russia, out of the but... game now. And it's us versus China and Russia. And we're, we're really putting a good fight out there now. But the Soviet Union is Russia. Okay, okay. It, 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 uh, it kind of is, was. I'm, I'm grouping I'm it all at once. The U.S. is working their way up there. Mm-hmm. We can't be losers. 
at everything. Oh, no. We have to be a winner at no. something. So if it's going to be. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We're the winner in the worst things. That's We're number exactly. one in a lot of terrible oh, things. So. If they can't be the winner for being the best at something, then, you know, why not go down the opposite? They hope to be able to gain techniques that would could, that would get confessions from Soviet spies and reprogram said spies to be essentially a double agent and work for us uh, without leaving any physical evidence. So this would take away the quote-unquote burden from their current spies. That was also an idea to kind of like erase their memories so that when they were retired or whatever, they wouldn't have these memories. And they kind of like framed it to be like, oh, we're helping them because like we don't want their – we don't want them to be, like, traumatized by the things that we make them do, so we'll just make them forget, and, like, that will be better, right? Hey, remember when we had you kill all those children? We'll help you by making you not yeah. remember anything. Yeah, but but obviously the big part was, once you're retired and out and we wipe your brain memory, you can't tell government secrets. Honestly. They weren't really worried about your oh. trauma. Can't do anything if you're lobotomized. Yeah, well, it covers that, too. CIA agents were killing themselves because all terrible things that the government has made them do. So that also, like, kind of speaks to why they would want people not to know these things after they leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, it checks out. Menturin. Is that how you say it, I think? Um, Candidates. So I've never heard of this before this, um, before, like, reading or listening to anything. Also, I listened to some podcasts. One of them was, I think, The Last House on the Left for this, maybe. I'll have to double check They made that. a podcast called that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I only heard about, like, the acid part, and, like, this is kind of different. So these are the people that they were, like, trying to reprogram and wipe their memory, essentially. And they were only named by pop culture. So, like, I think in movies or something – that's what they ended up calling them, and it kind of just stuck to these people, like these real-life people. So this is the least research, but apparently got the most publicity, I guess is what I would call it. Um, they were essentially assassins that were programmed to kill through mind wiping and hypnosis, and they would be unaware of the mission and status and target that they would be made to kill and they would essentially like dissociate while they were doing these missions or word or phrase or image would activate this and then after doing the mission they would come to and not know what they did or who they killed or who gave them the mission they believe that the soviets were already working on mind control before us and so that's why they're like we need to fucking hop on that shit and be better at it um and this this is like real shit like this isn't just like a fucking conspiracy this is like what really happened the cia was just fucking doing this crazy shit and they admitted to it and like i don't even know how you come back from that you admit to it like 12 years later and don't tell anyone yeah i think they admitted it in the 70s right shortly after they i think they only ended it because it became public knowledge and everyone's like what the fuck are you doing to these people and they're like okay we'll stop and that's why people also think that they don't that they didn't stop because like you know, it's like when your boyfriend gets caught cheating and he's like, I'll stop. And then he doesn't. Be <laughs> it was a one time mistake. Perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just a little, a little joke, a funny ha ha. <laughs> Silly goofy mood. <laughs> just a little oopsie whoopsie. 
so um, this is some of the stuff that they did. Brainwashing, psychological torture, high dosage of psychedelic drugs, especially LSD and other chemicals, electroshock, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, and other forms of torture. And mind eraser helmets. And I don't know what that is. I will have to look into that. Sounds real fucking wild, though. And I don't like it. Um, Because it just reminds me, like, when people in those movies, when people, like, wake up and they have, like, shit attached to them. And they're, like, trying to do stuff to their brain. And I feel like that's, like, really what the CIA was doing. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's at least what they were trying to do. And Yeah. I mean, they it's not that hard to wipe a mind, you know, just electrocute them until they don't remember shit anymore. Well, and this is going to sound kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. Sorry to my aunt. Spilling your uh, your deets. Um, she was in the mental hospital quite a few times, and she says electrical or electric shock or whatever. They're, it's, they're not supposed to do it, but they still do. It wouldn't surprise like, it's, me. It's illegal. No, they definitely still do it. She says it helps. Isn't it like I guess really like something? Painful? I don't know. I didn't ask. She's like, yeah, that's so, the part I like about it. I don't think it's that painful. Like it takes a lot of electricity to actually cause you like a ton, a ton of pain. But it makes all of your like joints and muscles lock up, and like mm. it can be painful with the fact that like you can bite your own like mouth hard enough to like pierce your tongue yeah. and like. You get sore from, like, your muscles contracting, but not as much from, like, the electricity itself, if that makes sense. I just think of something well, shocking me. Well, it, but I think it's, like, tinier electrical pulses. I don't think it's, like, taking a fucking outlet and sticking it to your brain. Um, so and I also, did recently-ish uh-oh. grab an outlet on accident. <laughs> He gave himself a like, and, like just with just with my hand, and it just makes you numb. You like, grab, yeah, it kind of tingly. Like, okay, because I've had like well, where it like makes you numb, but I've also had where it like actually like shocks you. Okay, and I've that, never I electrocuted myself. I don't know what you guys are arcs. doing, but stop. So my ex girlfriend had her like laptop plugged in, and it was super super tight, and I pulled it out like halfway, and it like. I just went Came to grab it, it again, oh, no. and I I just touched, like, the metal part of the cord that was still plugged in. And I think Damn. I just, like, touched enough of it to where it completed the circuit, and it's like, ah. And I only yeah. touched it for a second, and it was, like, halfway up my arm. Ooh. I wonder what would have happened if I, like, held on to it. Uh, it would have been a well, fun little Well, I know surprise. some other people that were also in a mental hospital, um... And they had, like, within the past probably five years, and one of the roommates was getting electric shock therapy, but it's not something that it's one and done. It, like, temporarily resets your brain, I think, so you have to keep getting it. Could you imagine just, like, oh, yeah, I have my electroshock therapy appointment, so I can't make that meeting today. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's wild. Like, the fact that it's 100% illegal, but they're still doing it, leads me to believe that, like, a lot of the shit that people are like, oh, they don't do that anymore. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's real. Okay. Yeah. And- We're going to throw in just a quick 10 seconds of the fucking topic of the past couple days. If they're continuing to do other medical things, I feel like they can still continue to do medical things like yeah yeah 
oh, we can't ha- get abortions, oh. but we can electrocute people's brains. Well, the thing is that you still will be able to. It'll just be illegal and then deadly. Get in. Yes. Don't like, you understand? Are... Electroshock therapy helps you control people more. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. But also, yeah. well, anyway, that was their yeah, thought that's here. That's not what our podcast is about. So continue. That's okay. Um. So for the twenty years, they literally spent those years scrambling people's brains and killing people, trying to have brain control. Um, and by 1973, it didn't work, and they quote-unquote stopped. I doubt they stopped. I'm sorry. It's a speculation. It's not real. I'm just saying that. Don't come for me, government. But, um, so, maybe they're getting closer and closer now, and then there's more thoughts of, like, how little we know about the brain and psychology now and like in the 50s they were like we're gonna fucking try and do mind control like i feel like that's something that you're not gonna try and do and succeed at for like at least 50 more years and they were doing it in the fit like over 50 years ago what is that thing they do where they put their they chisel above your eye lobotomy yeah how the fuck did they figure that shit out well they don't do it anymore because it doesn't work that well I know, but, they like, how did they even... guess and check. Like, this is how they medicine? figured it out, though. They, this, yeah. right here. Fucking around. Fucking Shit up. like this is how they figured it out. It's like... We'll figure things out slowly over time. And then somebody will just decide to be, like, a fucking psycho who doesn't care about human lives. Like and then just experiment on them all, and we get a lot of information out of it. Yeah, but well, it just they do it on like thousands and thousands of people dying, and they do it on like POWs, yeah. like people that honestly oh, yeah. no one's gonna, no one in the U.S. is gonna give a shit about. The only people that are gonna miss them are people that most likely aren't from this country, and they're not gonna think that they're in another fucking country getting their brains shocked or their eyeballs stabbed into. Yeah, they just dehumanize them. It's like ah, they just are you, like, wow, they probably died you at war. From the same country as That's me. That's really depressing. Yeah. Well, and that goes to the thought that, like, we didn't know much. Then we were locking women up for fucking hysteria and shit like that. And they were like, yeah, let's try mind control. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was all men. I bet it was all fucking men. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Um, so many people believe that it worked. And many people believe that, like, this is a really fucked up part. And I do not agree with anything I'm about to say. But they believe that... The older people that are, like, serial killers or, like, school shooters or any mass murderer is one of these agents. And that it worked. Oh, yeah, that whole conspiracy theory. And I hate it. They're terrible. No, thank you. It's all trash. So we will go into the OSS, which birthed the CIA, which is very important to all of this fucking the CIA, all these probably most government conspiracies because they all, a lot of them have to do with the CIA. They were wealthy socialites, mad scientists, big businessmen, artists, writers, and military agents. So, like, like the artists and writers, don't know what the fuck you were doing in there, but okay. Um, they loved and became obsessed with spying. 
so much that they they're they're like we're gonna do this to defeat the nazis that was like their goal i guess i can see writers writers sometimes can be a little bit crazy i know and so can artists but like i feel like politics isn't the things that they're like no so like in my mind i'm just gonna be mean to everyone if you're a writer please take this personally um (laughs) i feel like a lot of writers are like they like to uh it's not delusions of grandeur because they don't actually think it but it's like people a lot of like lower level writers will just be like uh, wish fulfillment it'll be like yeah and i'm this cool spy who went and did cool spy things in their book because it's like a representation of themselves almost and it's like these are all the women i had yeah and just kind of like along that i feel like that's so common for people to just write about things. i don't think these were small amateur writers i think these were big writers of the time oh almost like a secret society like they couldn't just be they couldn't just be fucking an avid joe in it but like what about like kind of like on bridgerton i haven't seen she wasn't that great of a writer but like just like kind of an example okay secret i was like i don't know what you mean um no penelope not like that oh so like they weren't in secret secret that's not what a secret society really is but i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, I'm just like this. trying to think of the best way to explain it. Like, it's a that's Kirsten's like. Mm, <laughs> I want to be nice, but that was a really stupid question. It's the 45 like, degree angle head tilt. Have that's you, how you seen Shit's Creek? Yes, have you seen Shit's Creek because that's exactly what the fuck you sounded like. Um, I don't really think that's what that is, but <laughs> that's so funny. Um. I was just trying to think of, like, the best way to explain it. So, like, it's more, like, they these people were in this group, but some of them were secretly in it because it was, like, a government thing, and they couldn't talk about what was going on in it to other people. Not that, like, people knew that they were in it, but they didn't know what was happening in it. You know what I mean? That's more, like, the type of secret society. I thought you said some of them people were hiding that they were in the group. Some, some were... But not for the reasons of, like, not social reasons, more for money reasons. Hmm. All right. So, not, and, like, they don't need to, like, make a whole thing about how they're not in it. They're just, like, in it and not telling anyone, I guess. But most of these people that were in it were publicly in it, but, like, not talking about what they were doing in it. So like, like the Freemasons. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yes. Um. So, they were not great or moral people. It was like a secret government group, and they were born around the time Pearl Harbor happened. I don't know if it was like twenty years before or twenty years after. Not twenty. A couple years before or a couple years after. William. They call him William Wild Bill Donovan. He was a war hero, a high class man, and he earned many medals that many people have never received to this day. He's the only one that's earned like all these fucking medals because he was just wild. And he was like, put me in fucking war. Put me in. I fucking do it. Put me in. That's why they call him Wild Bill. He earned all of these medals and one mission when he, I apparently, 
I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to say it. Got shot in the butthole. <laughs> that is gold. Solid gold. How I hope did that it's even true. come about? That but that you're shit. giving this man all these medals because he got shot in the butthole. is kind of wild. <laughs> and I'm, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, please nicely tell me. But I love no. this idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't tell anyone. They're just he like, wants to keep this they idea felt going. so bad for him that they're like, here's all of heart. the medals we can give you. <laughs> they're like, dude, I'm so sorry about your butthole, by the way. Yeah. Well, and this is when it starts getting into the more, like, secret part, I guess. So, he loved killing, and that was why he kept going back into war. And that's why he was, like, I don't know. So, like, and back then in the wartime, there was, like, poor people that went to the military because they're, like, blah, blah, blah. There was very few wealthy men that came from really well-off families that went into the military but the people that did did it because they're like super patriotic wanted to fucking go and kill people and that's this dude so he was deeply connected to fdr um and many other elite families and fdr did not like him though because they're on opposite sides of the of politics but fdr was like okay well i bet if i befriend him i can get him to like do a lot of stuff for me and he's connected to so many wealthy families he could be a good person to have around for connection purposes but he just didn't like him so you know politics and they operated mostly outside of the u.s and they had a budget that was government funded but it wasn't regulated and there was no no top off it just endless and because of that there was obviously a lot of corruption and that's why some people were in it but like weren't in it because they were like spending the money and like if they i don't know all that shit and no one was checking on the spending blah 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 and they they would like some of them would literally walk around with thousands and thousands of dollars of government money just in their fucking pockets i want some i want some too what the fuck don't we all one guy even bought a personal steamship with this government fucking money agents were recruited in secret so no one really knew who exactly was part of this group and who wasn't for i guess obviously secret purposes and he actively so donovan himself he kind of helped create this group he wanted standardized procedures but then he wouldn't follow them so he was kind of just like sounds about right i want to make rules for other people but not for me so like this is where they kind of think that how the cia got had all these people in it that like had no morals and were just doing all these this wild shit and like because they had no necessary like didn't have a whole lot of rules so he would regularly fuck up operations because of his insubordination, and he would encourage other agents to also be insubordinate. And he helped create many people with literally no zero compass, and that just did whatever they wanted. And they succeeded in enough admi- uh, enough missions for them to keep this group going, but also they failed at enough for it to be like, I don't know. But... So that's kind of like, I think where the bloom and the start of the CIA and their fucked up MK Ultra experiment starts is with this dude right here because he helped create it and he helped them secretly like find new agents and was like, hey man, 
don't follow the rules. You want to cut this guy's arm off? Cut his arm off. Do what you got to do. And they got enough information that they let them keep doing this. Damn. And so, I don't know. Do you think, like, it's weird to think about, but do you think back then people's morals were looser and just, like, did not give a fuck? Oh, for sure. Men were beating their women left and right. (laughs) But just, like, to kill just random. It's crazy that, like, why, to me, why are we not learning about this in school? Like, I know that the government wants to hide it. And, like, because they majorly fucked up with the MKUltra thing. And, like, they are still spending years trying to come back from the fact that they were trying to brainwash people with LSD. And, like... I know some of you listeners have done LSD. Like, can you imagine doing that in a terrifying environment with people interrogating you and, like, sexually abusing you? It would be major trauma. Major <laughs> trauma. And that's probably why they erased the memories. And people died? Well, they, I don't, they weren't, at that time, they weren't successful in erasing memories, necessarily. Like, that's not a confirmed thing. That's just what their goal was. But you can think about, like, a lot of these people afterwards probably just killed themselves because of all that shit. If not, didn't if not died during a lot of these experiments. Oh yeah, the government's got a lot of blood on their hands. <laughs> We're never gonna let them live it down. <laughs> uh, they they won't give a fuck for a while. Nah, they're yeah. just like, ah, oh, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, basically. I feel like that was a. That wasn't a long one, but it was a deep one. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) So I'll have more next week. More fucked up shit. More MKUltra. Oh, I'm so excited. So, uh, I have one story, maybe two, depending on how fast it goes. But the first one is a, uh, a desert hiker who was a YouTuber And they went searching for a mysterious cave that they had run into and just disappeared. In late 2014, there was a YouTube video titled The Son of an Area 51 Technician. Um, Says the man behind the screen was lost resident and avid hiker Kenny Vouch. Using screen name Snakebit McGee. Mm. (laughs) He put in there that said... He um, made this comment and just said, that ain't nothing. I'm a long distance hiker. One time uh, during one of my hikes out by Nellis Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find, but as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to feel like it was vibrating. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibrating became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. That was one of the strangest things to ever happen to me. And so, Kenny made this comment on just this random YouTube video talking about an Area 51 technician. Um, And after he posted that, a bunch of YouTubers... We're like, hey, go try to find it again and take video evidence and all of that fun stuff. And because, like, he was being egged on and whatever, he's like, I'm going to go try to find it a second time. 
and he videotaped it, and he brought in a 9mm uh, handgun and a video camera while he was, like, running around these caves. When he got back, he posted a video of his discoveries. He wasn't able to find that cave again, and he the video didn't really reveal any clues towards that, but he was just, like, trying to find it. He videotaped him trying to find it and posted what happened. Uh, he got a lot of hate on YouTube from that. They're just like, why did you even post this if you didn't find it? And that kind of shit. And uh, this encouraged him to try to find it for a third time. And he, again, was like, okay, fine, I'll go out there. So on November 10th, 2014, he set off on his last hike. He told his family he was going on a short overnight trip. And though he would never return. Um, His disappearance soon turned up on a Las Vegas news station and the search for him began. Kenny wasn't new to desert hiking or spelunking. He claimed to have extensively hiked the area. um, And even just from his family and that kind of thing, they knew like he knew what he was doing. And he said, "Um, I solo hike across mountaintops that most people wouldn't go to. I've been in more caves than I can count, um, but this one particular cave was beyond anything I encountered. And in another comment that he was leaving, just kind of like having conversations with these people, he says, I've been doing this sort of thing for over 20 years. Um, I usually just go by myself, take, don't never take anyone with me, and he'll just find random like shit in the mountains. What's spelunking? Spelunking is um like cave diving where you have to lower yourself in slowly. Okay. Like um where you just have a rope like connected to the sky basically. He said that he had always made it back. He had only been rescued one time by a helicopter when he uh blew out his left leg at the top of the mountain. So he's just like, I have a good safety record. Like, I'm, I'll am i be fine. Like, I'm just going to do whatever. In the beginning of the MK hike video Kennedy Kenny posted before his disappearance, he is standing by an abandoned mine shaft, narrating some of the information about the cave that he's seeking out. Um, it was there, after that he was missing, search and rescue officers found Kenny's cell phone Uh, indicating that he had, in fact, gone out to search for that cave again. They found it very close. It was a vertical old mine shaft, and they couldn't find any other trail of him. There was a lot of theories going around on where, why he disappeared and, like, what that thing was. Um, had he just, like, fallen down the mine shaft and broke his leg or something and couldn't get out? Had he discovered a hidden entrance to the Air Force Base or Area 51 or something. Um, Was the cave connected to aliens, all of that? Or had he just simply died to the elements? Um, There wasn't anything for a while. The news articles and like that, they just weren't able to find anything on him. until, And no, no news came out of it until his girlfriend made a post and just said, um... There are so many posts, I had no idea until a friend let me know. So many people are wondering what happened and guessing different things. Says, your heart felt about the sadness around what happened to Kenny. He has not been found, and I feel like he probably won't be for many, many months, if ever. 
and he said, I want to share what I know about what happened so that it might bring some closure and understanding in your own lives. Kenny absolutely loved hiking in the desert. It was his fa very favorite thing to do. So we hiked and camped all over the Nevada desert, sometimes nine hours in a day. We found many abandoned mining towns or like ghost towns, um, explored caves and mine shafts all the time. So we were very careful um, how we explored them, although Kenny was a bit more daring than I was. And she basically said all this just to say, like, I don't think Kenny had an accident. Like, there's no way that he did this for that long and just fucked up like in a regular mining shaft. Yeah. I kind of like, I don't know if you've seen the new Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, but like that's not what it's called. But like the mining shaft in their town's like haunted. Like with demons. So maybe he stumbled upon that one. Maybe. He stumbled upon the demons. Yeah. Maybe. But she said this and she said that she thought that he might have committed suicide. Was like mm. what the girlfriend put out there and posted. Ugh. That's so hard, though, because I feel like when people go missing and stuff like that, I feel like either, like, the elements or they killed themselves is usually, like... Yeah, and it's just hard to tell because, like, also, though, like, they weren't able to find him, but, like, was that his own doing? Like, what had happened there? They said he quit his job a little more than a year before he disappeared. The search for him was started within a couple of days of um, when she called it in. And over 30 search and rescue members searched three different times on foot. There was a helicopter that did a flyover, and there was no trace of Kenny or any of his camping stuff. Um, they found his car in the area that they told them it would be. They found his cell phone by the mine shaft, and it was only a four-hour hike from his car. Says, it is my feeling he left his phone behind so that it couldn't be tracked by the GPS in it. He also said that he didn't take his video camera on the solo hike, and so he had, like, no intention of filming. What if he disappeared himself? Yes, and also, like, what if he didn't disappear himself? And this is, because this is just a post, like, it wasn't sent to, like, a news organization. Like, this is just something that they posted um, on these, like, threads trying to figure shit out. Yeah. But what if he found out something so interesting that he was like, I'm going to leave my life for this? Either that or he still did die. And he, like, it's weird that he wouldn't have taken his video camera with him either way. Like, why know. go to that same abandoned thing? To make people think that you were dead. Fair. Or what if that it wasn't even, like, where it was? Like, that's where he thought it was, and that's where. He was in the first video, but maybe he found somewhere else and they're just and whatever people didn't want it to be found or anything, just stashed shit to try to like be like, no, he went over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like they killed him because he stumbled upon the wrong cave yet again. I definitely yeah. feel like if he ran into something that like he wasn't supposed to see, that could be a possibility. And it's just like they didn't find his camera, but, like, it, I just, I don't know. 
it's weird that he like made these posts and like made the video about it and just like yeah like it doesn't seem like he was trying to disappear it seems like he was genuinely trying to be like what the fuck is up with this cave exactly and well he was docu he started documenting everything and that's when it became more of a problem they didn't like the documentation like either people or aliens and you know what i'm never against assuming it's aliens exactly it's always aliens or air force base people like, uh, another dimension he just like went to in a whole nother world that i love other dimension shit and that's yes. what a lot of it a lot of the theory like between uh, the whole there's multiple universes existing on top of each other is like that we're all vibrating at different frequencies oh and my so, god like, and the cave was vibrating yeah, he felt like his whole body was vibrating, so it could have been, like, readjusting the frequency. So what if there was, like, a glitch? So, like, a glitch in either the Matrix or our realities. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Either one. And he's just lost in a different dimension. He experienced it, and then that's why he couldn't find it, because, like, the, it wasn't the right time for that to overlap, and then it did, and then he was there, and then Boom, it ended before he could get out. Or just and something was turned on, too. He is stuck. Like, if another universe knew how to do it or was experimenting with that shit. That kind of stuff gives me goosebumps. Honestly, because you would never know. You would never know until it happens to you or until science gets a lot better. So, my other story is another desert disappearance. So the strange disappearance of Daniel Robinson. Daniel Robinson disappeared on June 23rd, 2021, near Buckeye, Arizona. He was a hydrogeologist and was last seen by a fellow worker and pump technician, Ken Elliott, while assisting a remote drill site in the Arizona desert on June 23rd. It's always the desert. Always the desert. Um, or National Forest. <laughs> and so it was right outside of Buckeye, Arizona, and it was only Daniel's second, or it was Daniel's second job of the day. Sorry, not second day of the job. Uh, so he had already done something earlier, and then still early in the morning, it was like around 9 a.m., he worked on the second thing. Soon after, he drove off into the desert and has not ever been seen since. His Jeep turned up about a month later, containing his belongings, including his clothes, in an area that was previously searched, and one of his boots was lodged under his vehicle. The investigators' investigations are ongoing and trying to locate it, but there's just some troubling aspects to the case. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's and the troubling aspect. Is what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so, Daniel, um, he was 24. He had a bunch of family and grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. He was a pretty big outdoorsman and um, somebody who traveled and was always close to his family and would always remain in constant contact with, like, his parents and siblings. He... Graduated from the College of Charleston in 2019 in archaeology, and then um, soon after kind of started um, an engineering job, or a job in an engineering firm. So Ken Elliott 
was the other co-worker that was there with him right before he disappeared, said that Daniel was initially fine as they discussed the weather and the job. Um, it was an abnormally cold a day for the area, and Ken had never um, met Robinson before, and they were to work just on like doing a deep well. Within the short period, Robinson, or Daniel, uh, started becoming distracted. Uh, Elliot said he was just looking off into the desert, and he had a very, very like distant look in his eyes whenever he'd turn around again. And the first thing he thought was like, oh, maybe he's like high or something. But he said that his pupils didn't seem dilated, and from that standpoint, he really appeared to be acting normal just beyond looking out into the distance every once in a while. And, like, this was the first time that he had worked with him or met him, so he's just like, ah, this kid just might be a little bit weird. And at some point during the job, he just turned around and walked back over to his Jeep. Ken just assumed he was going to go grab something out of the vehicle, but he just opened the door, got in. He sat down, put on his seatbelt, looked at Ken, and just waved at him. And then just backed up and drove away. He's seen some shit. Yeah, just that like... That he wasn't supposed to see. But also, just like, calmly, just like, see ya. He's and possessed. then just like, drove off. It wasn't him, it was an alien. <laughs> He's like, yep, no thanks, point... never again, bye forever. He really said bye forever and he meant it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> So Elliot just called in his told his coworkers what had happened and was just like he must not feeling well and might call in sick or something. Um, but at, no one ever heard from Daniel after that. Damn. He was reported missing on the same day to the Buckeye Police Department. Um, Elliot later found uh, Daniel's Jeep's tire tracks in. Um, rain-soaked dirt and found that instead of going left and returning to phoenix where they had like been based out of robinson turned right and went deeper into the sonoran Sonoran desert the search was led by buckeye police department utilizing utvs which i think are like all just like all-terrain vehicles it's kind of like an atv right yeah but with a u universal or something i don't know upright (laughs) upright (laughs) i don't know cadaver dogs they had searchers on foot and drones flying overhead and then they had um assistance in the air from phoenix firebird helicopters and civil air while the police were dispatched to go check on robinson's apartment on june 24th they didn't go inside on that initial like they went and checked like knocked on the door but they never went inside they didn't actually enter his home until July 7th, nearly two weeks after he was reported missing. That seems like a bad decision to wait that long. Honestly. And Civil Air Patrol, which was like the volunteers who do air searches like in the area, wasn't contacted by police until July 7th either. Mm, I don't so like that. So it was two weeks before the police really like even started their investigation that seems really sketchy that's real weird yeah normally like yeah let me go raid their home Eh, it depends but yeah i feel like when they wait too long it's either pure negligence which is something that 
when that happens, it's something that they like uh, have a track record with, or they know yeah. something's up, and they know that they should wait for a reason. I don't uh, like it. Yeah, it's just weird, and also just like the fact that they like went and checked on his apartment, like knocked on his door for a welfare check, but didn't really do anything. And then two weeks later, he they're like, oh, yeah, we probably should get somebody out there. I feel like at the point that someone's missing, it should be more than a welfare check. It should be, like, they, how come a judge isn't in. signing off on a warrant to make sure they're not, like, half dead in there or some shit? Exactly, because the police never submitted it. To literally, like, like enter the property... To make sure that this person is okay because it's been so long. No, I don't like that. In the desert, in Arizona, where they... there's like aliens, mm, it's all one alien group. They're all besties. They're all friends in the desert. Yeah. Detectives tried to, uh, they tried to get a ping from Daniel's phone, but were unable to track it just because the phone was off or out of range. Because they waited um, too damn long. Because they waited two weeks. And after obtaining his call records, they learned that he never called or texted anyone after leaving the job site. So he just went full radio silent. They worked alongside Daniel's family to get like financial information, but nothing really helped in locating him. His friends, families, and co-workers said in the days prior to his disappearance, he wasn't like himself but said that there was no indication that he wished to harm himself or leave the area. So, like, for a few days before, he was kind of acting weird. Yeah, he was fucking being weird. That, to me, says he saw something super fucked up that he shouldn't have seen, and it fucked his brain up, and he had a mini psychotic break, and either he has been abducted, or he's lost, or he's been abducted. Yeah, something something weird. So, finally, on July 19th, almost a month after he disappeared, a rancher found his Jeep in a ravine. It was just four miles from the work site where he was last seen. But there was no sign of Daniel, like, in the car or around the car. The Jeep had landed on its side with a lot of damage, Police say a seatbelt had been worn at the time and the airbags were found deployed. And one of Robinson's work boots was stuck under the truck. Okay, I'm sorry, but like they had done a search for him, hadn't they? At this point, they had already looked for him? Yes, they had. And it was four miles away. uh, Four miles away. And Shelton, who was the farmer that uh, found it, they he has cattle that graze like the 14,000 acres in the Buckeye area and is convinced that the car had only been in the ravine a short time when he came across it um saying it was clean and my cows would have found it cows are inquisitive creatures and would have like just tried to lick it because it was something new in the area but it was clean yeah, like it, like it hadn't happened. Like he found it before his cows did. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, and these animals are like wildly intuitive. He's like, exactly. no one's clean. Them cows gave that shit a fucking watch. <laughs> and yeah, so it was in in the area. It was already something that was searched with the police, but they said because of the rough terrain, the vehicle was not clearly visible 
two crew searching by air and foot. In the vehicle were Robinson's clothes, phone, wallet, keys, and a bottled water. Um, he also had a t-shirt, jeans turned inside out, shorts, orange work vest, boots, and two mismatched socks all at the location. Um, the inside out thing is very common with alien abductions. Yeah, with it, like, turning inside out. Or if he was just, like, running out of his clothes for some reason. Mm -hmm. Aliens. Aliens. Always aliens. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. The ravine and the ground was searched by um, foot and in air, and they never found any trace of him. There was no blood found in the car and no indications of any foul play. On July 31st, a human skull was found in the area, but further investigations proved that it was not Robinson, and the oh. identity of that of like the remains are unknown. Oh my gosh. So there's just a random skull chilling out by there, too? So that means that other people have gone missing. Okay, so they never figured out? So the police didn't figure out um, from that like initial investigation, and after a month, that was all that was found. So, towards the end of July, um, which was a little bit over a month since he was first reported missing, um, the family hired a private investigator who specialized in accident investigations. Um, Based on GPS data from the car, he discovered that the Jeep had gotten into multiple accidents after Daniel's disappearance but before it fell down in the ravine. Evidence from the vehicle shows that it crashed, the airbags deployed, then drove another 11 miles before it was involved in another crash. What the fuck? Yep. And the so first basically collision... he got in the car and was like, bye, and then lost well, his fucking shit. Yeah, and this was... um. So, the first collision was four hours after he went missing. And they th- there was paint transfer from the vehicle. So, like, it, he hit something else or someone else hit him. Like, so, after the first accident, it's unknown where the vehicle might have been taken. But he said that after the airbags were deployed, the ignition was turned on at least 46 times Holy during the extra 11 miles driven. Shit. What the So it was fuck? like the car kept turning off and he just kept trying to get it back on, going a little bit. So yeah, he got in an accident and fucked the car up and he kept trying to turn it back on. But like, okay, I think like this could be a really normal if he wouldn't have been so weird when he left work. If he exactly. wasn't just like I could see that. Right, if he didn't just get in the car and be like, bye. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, like, it, like, waving with the human arm, like. Oh, something had to happen in his brain? But, like, it's weird for people to just have random psychotic breaks like that. Like, I feel he's seen something. Maybe it was fight or flight. Like you said, yeah, he's seen something. So maybe he was like, I need to get away from all of this. But why was he so calm when he left work? I was he like, hey, hey, bye. He didn't want people to know that he was freaking out. 
I guess. It's possible. Investigators, like our initial investigators, believe that something triggered Robinson into going into the desert where he stripped off and wandered away from his car. Um, a private investigator said that that theory made no sense. He said if you were delirious and ripped off all of your clothes and wandered into the desert, you wouldn't stick one of your shoes underneath the car. Like, you might, like, strip off your clothes, but you're not gonna, like, go just shove a shoe under there. And, um, his personal theory was that somebody deliberately wrecked the vehicle out there. He said... McGrath said that the events after he drove off, he said at that point, I think somebody, not a good person, found him. I can't imagine what they did with him, but I believe the vehicle was crashed a couple of times and then its final rest was at the bottom of the ravine. McGrath also found another black Nike sock three miles away in the desert. And one of them um, that they had found was he had mismatched socks that they had like been able to locate. McGrath... The private investigator found another Nike sock three miles away in the desert that matched the one that uh, they had found. And originally they had thought that he was like wearing mismatched socks because that's what they had found. But he found another one that was a match. And so there was just an extra sock out in the desert. So he had changed his socks one time. Or somebody else was out there or something else. Or just randomly oh, another sock. Oh, someone else was out there. Um, what if someone just stumbled upon his truck and took his socks? The aliens Very were like, possible. bruh, these are some dope-ass socks. Fuck around <laughs> and figure out where it. we're supposed to put this piece of cloth. They are the private investigator believes that there's more to the case than meets the eye. Um, both... The investigator and Daniel's family believe that Buckeye Police did not carry a thorough investigation out. Well, duh. Um, they pointed out that Daniel's clothes, possessions, and car were all handed over to his father as soon as he arrived in Arizona from South Carolina. So they, so just, they didn't even have them in evidence? No, they just immediately gave them. What the fuck is going on with this police station? Sketchy ass shit. They knew something. Robinson's brother just believes that they were doing what they can to find him now, but that it was too little too late because they didn't do anything for the first two weeks, and now they're out there three months later still trying to find answers. Don't they tell you the first 48 fucking hours is the most important policeman? We know that, and you don't, and you're a goddamn police officer. Uh, I was fucking regular-ass people. literally gonna say something about the first 48. But, anywho, that was my other story. Thanks for listening to The Weird and Suspicious. Um, yes. Uh, that's weird. That's suspicious. Joshua, what the fuck? Yeah. I have a black screen from you, so I had no faith you were still there, and I did not want to wait for you to come back. (laughs) Follow our Instagram, The Weird and Suspicious. Our Twitter, The Weird and Sus. Our Instagram is just The Weird and Suspicious, and email us at theweirdandsuspicious.com. Please, please, please follow us. Please, please, please review and rate our show if you love it and tell all your friends and family and go on your first date and tell them about our podcast i don't care do it all um 
you please don't be suspicious, but uh, you can keep it weird. Don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't, don't be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs>